0: The following podcast contains mature language and adult discussions.
2: Oh, it is! It is Monday. If you're listening live, this is click this the Kevin Nash podcast. I'm Sean. Hopefully, oh good, right, Kevin. I was a little worried you might have been meeting with a Russian mercenary, planning a mutiny somewhere. But I'm I'm glad that you're not. I'm
3: actually going over fucking the Iran uh, attack plans with fucking Trump. You're
2: in the bathroom, clearly, then down at Mar-a-Lago. Taking that sitting on the uh sitting on the plastic um the the uncapped someone pointed that out to me too i was joking about the tackiness of the bathroom and the fact that this did not appear to be a a luxury resort with the the plastic target bathroom and the uncovered tissue box i didn't notice that someone pointed that out to me wouldn't you have a nice covered uh uh exterior for the tissues but it was just like a kleenex box thrown on the counter never ceases to amaze
3: you can't take the ramada out of a motherfucker
2: no that's you can take him out of the ramada you can't take the ramada out of him listen i i open with a joke but but how about that shit going i'm just i'm wondering so let's say your life is spared okay let's say uh you're pergozin and you get exiled to belarus
3: okay no, for, 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 What's the number, over
2: under on okay, your lifespan? Rule,
3: the, rule number one. Rule number one. At no time be higher than the ground floor, preferably the basement of any building. Any that building you're they in. put you in, right? Yeah. Don't touch anything. Don't eat because they'll fucking crop dust that that country with poison. <laughs> it's like. That that dude, it when they showed a picture of him, and they you know he had the, the the mercenaries were behind him and he was kind of walking around. I had such a flashback from Apocalypse Now. You know
2: where, he has where, a little where, bit of the curse. He was
3: that brand, yeah, like he yeah. was Brando, like he. I just love the fact that people people are talking about shit. That that's going on, you know. I could give two. I mean, oh, we've got Trump dead to right now. That that number one, he's going on the not even insanity, but stupidity. That's his fucking. That's his. his he actually said today, and I'll I won't get it precise, but I'll get a ballpark that he hadn't watched anything on the news, but he didn't say anything wrong. Well, the only place that they reported it was the news, and they basically gave a rundown with, you know, they, they, they gave a visual of what he was talking about.
2: These are the recordings you're talking about, right? yeah, the recordings the, in the, regards and, to and the, the documents,
3: the, yes. That motherfucker, it's like... If he would have been the gunman with Kennedy, it would have been. Like, you know what? It was a beautiful shot. No matter how you look at it, it was just beautiful. I was told it was perfect. Still, murder, motherfucker. Ah, perfect shot. So, between him, Robert Kennedy Jr., jacked at Gold's Gym doing inclines, and Colonel Kurtz. A hundred and sixty miles from Moscow before he decides to turn around. Like, gee, and who's to say he didn't like? He, he, he. They took over Russian strongholds there. Like, you're gonna tell me there's not a nuclear after the conversation we had about a little NATO site having thousands, <laughs> hundreds, and thousands of nuclear weapons but there there wasn't one in that town that they turned well, around and went to
2: the city of uh, Rostov, right? Rostov on Don and then uh how many jets they they shot down jets?
3: No, they 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 knocked down four helicopters and a cargo plane. There wasn't a fighter total... jet? I thought it was the, I don't, was, I uh, I the... think I think it was I think it was four of those I what think they're called like C14s or some shit. I, I, let, me
2: see, let me bring up here. I want to see what the latest is.
3: Right now, if I'm mm-hmm. the CIA, I've got a fucking I've got a tail on Jeremy Irons because he he always plays the fucking Russian guy that gets the the the, uh, the bogus okay. nuclear weapon.
2: <laughs> yeah, it says within 24 hours of Wagner Group's rebellion, in which mercenaries shot down Russian fighter jets and took over the southern city of Rostov-on-Don. Prigozian halted the militia's march on Moscow in a deal that allowed him to flee the country. What's the over-under? Six months?
3: Each oh, d- each day that he breathes, I think fucking... it. it, it you know, like, how, how long do you let the guy sit there and count cards? And well, fucking, maybe Belarus you know. is
2: the first stop on the way to Argentina or something
3: maybe belarus is the it's the, is the next stop after ukraine
2: crazy thing but that's like that's this is unprecedented times here and especially a lot of people are too young to remember the like the fears of russia the fear of cold i wasn't born for the cold war the kennedy cold war but um certainly in the
3: 80s, before oh, well, Gorbachev... I, as it, I said, th- this is how things have changed. Things started out with fire, fire drills. But when you had fire drills, you also had your nuke drills. Under Yeah, under the desks. Under the desk, or you, or you, stood, you sat between... You opened your locker, and all, everybody opened your lockers, and you got between the two lockers. I guess the guy on the end was just fucking... I guess he was taking all the radiation... But uh sucks because, for the
2: people on the top row, though, huh? With the no, it's, it was a your
3: lockers. There. there was the there, there was on the top and a bottom. Lockers. No, no, not not, not when mm-hmm. this is old school, man. This is when you, you you didn't you didn't leave that that classroom. You didn't you know you didn't cross classes and shit. You just sat in that, that same classroom all day, right? But you got a solid hour of recess. <laughs> Yard time. Yeah, solid hour of yard time and 45 minutes of PE every day. Every fucking kid in your gym class could do the fucking pegboard and climb the rope. And but, now it's fucking discrimination because a, a heavy person can't make it up the fucking row on a plane.
2: But the what your point is, is there's an element for me anyway of like the here we go again. With Russia. And now there's like some real action over there. It's not just the threat of having two superpowers, which in the 80s for me, that's what it was. It was There was some uh, posturing around the world and, you know, certainly uh, uh, Afghanistan was. I don't want to go into that whole thing, but but there was a vague threat that Russia could take us out and, you know, we could take them out and destroy the planet in doing so. But now here we go. Uh, We're involved in the Ukraine. And this is like lead story stuff. Just below CM Punk, of course. I just want to point that out. Oh, yeah. Number two on my
3: feed. It's it's probably three on mine. Yeah. We got the Trump bathroom documents on there. the, 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 The fact that the fact that he actually was like sent out for some fucking, some Cokes, you know, while, the, while they're reading the documentation, I mean, just, and I saw like, I, like round after round this week, as I sat and, 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 uh, dropped deuces more and more people jumping onto the, uh, the Biden, but it, it it's, he's been assassinated, but it's, People that are, it's actors that are in prosthetics.
2: Oh, so it's not even like computer AI. They're, they're, no, no, tape, been, they're gluing. Uh, it's, Benj, it's Benjamin Button. Latex appliances. Tom yeah, Savini is applying yeah, it's, latex. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's,
3: it's, it's, it's Brad, it's Brad Pitt is actually playing right now Joe Biden this week. And he better hurry up and get like, whoever's playing the actors. If they're SAG actors, they better hurry up because we're going on strike. The
2: strike's coming, so Friday. we're going to see. I guarantee you, he's uh, Biden will be, will disappear for a while. Yeah, he'll have
3: strike. to. Or if, you know, the, the next thing you know, screen actors' guild will be standing out in front of, uh, of Pennsylvania there calling them, calling out the scab.
2: I was going to say, you'll just get scab actors to it. Yeah. It's- Like I did for the Japanese animation. Maybe uh, Oliver Gregory (laughs) will make a a return to the
3: screen. Why, Um, Why not?
2: Feedback for last week's episode. Lee Shields says, Genuinely the best podcast going today because it's not tied to wrestling as a whole. Goes into all kinds of topics that make it feel fresh and passes the time very quickly. Shout out to Sean and Kevin for keeping it simple and keeping it real with us. Well, Lee, you get it.
3: You're one of the thousands that get it. I'm wow. so fucking hopped up on fucking that liquid THC. A little get blitzed,
2: get-blitzed.com.
3: Yeah, I, I, we're so irresponsible. There, there was a guy that, that put a, a a message out. He said that the average edible is 2.5. I have never in my life seen an edible at any... Milligrams? Yeah, two point five no. milligrams is what an edible is. You can't find one below ten. You probably can't. Yeah, I mean, I've never seen a, a, an edible below ten milligrams. So it's just like that's strange. Like I used to eat fucking fifty milligrams of chocolate, like it was nothing.
2: Of, ed- of edible chalk of, of edible THC in chocolate, yeah, and chocolate,
3: yeah. I mean, it like, it's like I remember one time I was coming, I was come back from WrestleMania uh, when it was the, that that huge, uh, over a hundred thousand people in Dallas, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Fuck, man! I really don't want to carry like you know carry this like I don't want to carry this this." chocolate around because like texas ain't, ain't ain't cool exactly you know so i'm like i'll just eat it so <laughs> we have you didn't have a case we, there's like a fucking a, like a dinner for three or something with the, with the click and and so we had that like early like, like eight eight in the morning or something like that And I I was on a a roll of just trying to eat all this chocolate. So if you ever see it, if you ever see it, um, all three of us are in shades for this because we are fucking wasted. But, I mean, as this guy saying, like, oh, my God, it's so irresponsible. Dude, we're so wasted that we're going on record, the three of us. For, you know, I'm like, come on, man. Let, let's, let's put all the people, let's, let's put all, at the end of the show, we're going to put all the names of the people that overdosed on THC this week.
2: I don't think we have to add anybody. No. And that's a that's a testament to how fucked up you were because um, your shit was shot in black and white, and you still had to wear the shades. You thought the no, red would have. This,
3: this was this was back. This is WWE. This oh,
2: was... this is before NWO. Okay.
3: No, this mm. is when we're, This is the WrestleMania at fucking with a hundred thousand people in Dallas. You're not fucking paying attention. I'm not paying attention. No, you're not paying attention. So this is at the all.
2: WWE version of NWO
3: yeah a table for three where you have dinner and you talk. Got it.
2: Wesley knows it was a John Favreau show at first, wasn't it? Well, no idea that was dinner for that was dinner for five.
3: I think where they got that from,
2: so I anyway, think- to your point. <laughs> uh,
3: well, you've got me lost now. But I'm I'm stoned, so all you gotta do is fucking throw a fucking a sprinkle ball over there, and I'm fucking might, might, I have no concentration. So shiny,
2: something shiny in the corner,
3: yeah, right. So, <laughs> Fido, now we're gonna, I'm gonna have to hear it's bad enough. I'm sitting over here eating this fucking chicken burrito. I mean,
2: well, that wasn't there another episode, it wasn't our show, but people were talking about the burrito. Oh, no, that was oh. the lasagna, that was ravioli. the ravioli, the ravioli, right? Um, I was, I was actually, uh, there it is for now. There we go. Table for three. Um, we,
3: look, we look fucked up there.
2: I was adding, uh, I was adding I, the...
3: I look folded. oriental. I'm supposed to say Asian, right?
2: You all look very happy. Nothing else. Yeah,
3: I look fucking... Kid looks fucking stoned.
2: That's standard
3: kid right there, though. The, the big smile. But Look at her eyes. Look like dime slots.
2: But now, did you shoot? You shot that still at that setting, or, th- or that was like done weeks afterwards?
3: It was probably that same weekend. We shot. I think we were stoned the whole weekend. <laughs> There's nothing but hey. You tell me. I got to be in a building for ten fucking hours, and I'm not, I'm not doing shit.
2: Well, I don't know. It's,
3: I mean, it, could it, have it,
2: micro dosed. Yeah, didn't have to. Didn't have to go so hard.
3: You got to. Yeah, you know, no, we didn't go hard. We just, you know, that motherfucker we did that was out in uh, the Giants with the the Giants play that new. It's not Metal Lands anymore. MetLife. Oh my God, that motherfucking thing! And me and Scott had to do that that uh, gimmick with uh, the the head writers from Saturday Night Live, Joe uh and Jim and uh you know we we did the procto- I had the proctologist gimmick I had rubber gloves on that thing was supposed to be done at like three o'clock. We mm. shot that thing at like eleven at night like it it in, inserted where it fucking went on the show, right.
1: and we sat yes. around,
3: yeah, we sat around all fucking day to the point where they ran out of food and they were fucking boiling hot dogs. Wow. And the night before was my fucking shenanigans party, and I was up until five in the morning drinking fucking scotch. So.
2: 2017 was that? 2015? Something like that. Phenomenal. Um, Sergio MT. Love the show. Mean gene segments have to be sprinkled in, please. Stay strong, Kev.
3: A little fucky fucky.
2: Your honest uh, opening up on your feelings help you cope. Great job, Sean. Yeah, people loving any footage, uh, any. See, Mean Gene, for the younger fan, Mean Gene was the the Cosell figure for us, unflappable, unshakable. Always had the little had the had the delivery all the time. Was always on. So to see these cracks, these chinks in the armor,
3: so to speak, um, well, is Ali so entertaining. Get, for Ali people. could actually get Cosell sometimes. like Ali could get Cosell. To crack, but, yeah? Yeah, but no, I've never seen anybody get Bob Costas to crack.
2: I saw someone smack the cards out of his hand one time named Vincent Kennedy McMahon. I, but, I, uh, that,
3: I still think that's one of my, the highlights of... When people t- talk shit about um, Vince, and I watch that clip, I'm like, see, I I, I can't dislike a human being that has absolutely got the same DNA as me. It's like when when Everett went after fucking uh, Rome. Jim Rome. Oh, Rowan, Jim, I R- kept R- calling oh Chris, Jim
2: Jim Everett. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat>
3: yeah. It's just like, you know what, man? Fuck it. You I've see a kinship
2: story. in someone with the yeah, lack the of self-control. That
3: guy threw that fucking beer on on Scott, and I, like wherever, wherever we were, Wichita, wherever it was. And fucking Scott looked at me, he goes, he started to go over the rail and he looked at me, he goes, you come coming? I said, fuck yeah. Like, well, I'll throw it all away. <laughs> right. Lawsuit. They scattered.
2: But that's, but, but you knew Gene... Personally, obviously, worked with him. So, you saw all these funny sides of him. We just saw the unflappable, unshakable.
3: The shit that he said underneath his breath, just in waiting to get on a plane, was priceless. I mean, it was just, it it was nonstop. And like Bobby, like Bobby was funny. Like Heenan was funny. Yeah. But Heenan Heenan was always kind of a little mean spirited. Where Jeans was that. It's almost when when you watch the tape of Sean Connery, he says, oh, yeah, sometimes you just gotta smack him one. Not with a not with a closed hand, an open hand." But he's, you know, he, I think it was Barbara Walters. He says, Is it "All right, to smack a woman." Sean Connery was like, "Yeah, giving you a mouth, give him a fucking, give him a fucking little, little 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 nudge." It was
2: a different time.
0: What companies would you want to work for?
3: Lab, you think
0: um,
2: Willie Jones Jericho in WCW okay so this is we, we had the discussion last week about uh, Jericho and Sting where I was very surprised that they uh, that they had not been in a ring together so Willie Jones points out to me that Jericho was in WCW from 96 to 99 Sting WCW from 87 to 01 so there's all those years of overlap apparently said so they were there together for three years but Sting did do some stuff in New Japan and when he came back, feuded with NWO until he became Wolfpack. For whatever reason, they did not work together. Both were generally faces, so that could be part of it. So, yeah, I guess technically, while they were both on the roster at that same time, if he was oh, back and forth from Japan and they were both baby faces, they wouldn't have. I guess I didn't even realize they were three years. I don't
3: think I worked together. with Chris during that WCW run.
2: Oh. Uh-huh. 96 to 99. Now you went in 96, right? Mm-hmm. So you were you went in 96. And so you were there for it, but never never with Chris.
3: Okay. Never worked. We worked everything we worked was in New York.
2: Extreme King. Sean, did you say they were sold this safe journey he's referring to the underwater Uh, tragedy," He said, dude, the CEO of OceanGate, who was also in the submarine last year, said, and I quote, at some point, safety is just pure waste. I mean, if you want to be safe, just don't get out of bed. Don't get in your car. Don't do anything. That's the Kevin philosophy there, by the way. But so that was apparently the CEO of OceanGate who was in.
3: Okay, so so my, my, my rebuttal to that is, but if you are that guy and you're on the bottom of the fucking ocean, you're 13,000 feet, and you don't have a contingency plan to get the fuck out of there, it should be clear that you do not want the United States Coast Guard or any other uh, entities spending millions upon millions of dollars to get assets to save your fucking asses when you could take that $20 million that they fucking probably spent and give it to after-school programs in Baltimore, Detroit, Oakland, you name it. I'm sure that fucking $20 million would go a lot further. So, sorry for the fucking young kid who was talked into bonding with his dumb fucking dad. But the physics of when they said the pressure at 13,000 feet is the equivalent of the Empire State Building filled with lead sitting on top of the vessel. And you're using a fucking Xbox to control it.
2: How is there no computer designed, uh, uh, in the design, used in the design, where when you add pressure, when you put in the the calculations of what I'm going to need to protect a vessel as it goes 5,000 feet, 10,000 feet, is there no computer that talks about the amount of pressure and what would withstand?
3: No, but it's the same question of at what degrees is it too cold to fucking shoot a space shuttle off? When did we know when, when is that, you know, it's still to this. I've always said this. I hate to be that fucking guy, but it sure as hell was funny. Like in 1975, that Volkswagen made the rabbit and it got 50 miles to the gallon. Since that day, there hasn't been a fucking vehicle that's got 50 miles to the gallon. So we supposedly, and I remember one time I I was buying a a Mercedes-Benz. I want to think it was a 2003 model. And the guy on the showroom told me, he said, I just want to tell you that this vehicle is, three times as sophisticated as a lunar module that they've landed on the moon. Okay? If you've ever seen the lunar module, it looks like fucking, like somebody's box kite. So, how is it that we, we did something in 69 that we can't fucking, we can't replicate?
2: That we don't want to
3: replicate because of because the lighting's not as good as when fucking uh, what you call it shot it.
2: The uh, oh, um, uh, Kubrick. <laughs> yeah, Kubrick. The, the the moon landing, the gimmicked moon which landing, which would have
3: had to have been shot in London because Kubrick never shot anything outside of London.
2: Correct. It would have had to been a, so, so a sound but, stage in London. Yeah, it somewhere. had to
3: been a sound stage in London, and. uh
2: but uh, be- before i get to the graphic on screen we're we're getting uh, we're going to educate based on the uh, the uh, knots under the sea uh, uh the uh i thought it was leagues leagues knots what's well, not knots is speed right yeah. leagues would be under the sea 20000 leagues That's under, Jules Jules, Jules Verne. Berne, right we all done go to school um but what i wanted to say was you're bringing up the 50 yeah, fifty miles to a gallon or whatever, and the the VW, and you know, you could have a conspiracy theory discussion that the auto that the oil industry does not, does not ever want a tank that efficient built again. What always amazes me is that basically the science of the inflatable fucking tire. Has not changed since the the last hundred and however many years, 110 years the since the first vehicle. only difference
3: is from it being a, a cotton ply tire to it being a, you know, right, uh, you know, like a steel belted.
2: Right. but But my point is, if you ran over a nail in 1923 or you ran over a nail in 2023— you're the same level of fucked. We technology has not in any way.
3: no, more been, so now because you got a fucking donut in your fucking trunk.
2: No, right. And the tire <laughs> costs costs a quarter of your car, especially if you have those run flats. That whole fucking deal, the run flat tire.
3: Yeah, get those two twenty-five wide ass mother. Get the Mercedes get, get you an S class with a with a, a Front tires and back tires are different sizes. so All you can do is crisscross them, and they last about twelve thousand miles because the engine's so fucking heavy in that thing; it just eats your front tires alive. I'm
2: telling you this, I, we've been single-handedly exposing everyone today. The fucking oh, the, the engine rich- efficiencies, <laughs> the gas tank efficiencies, the well, that the tires. fucking that old
3: Mercedes fucking thing. That is nothing but fucking rich people problems.
2: That's true. We're very entitled complaining about our thing. My Mercedes had the run flat, which was supposed to be able to Those things you know, are horrifying. If it was penetrated, like, oh yeah, you know, fifty miles. Don't Fuck even have that. to moderate your speed. No. You go straight. I pulled into a fucking gas station, exit fucking three or four on the turnpike, coming back from Florida with a flat in that thing. They were like, Yeah, that's shot. You're gonna need another one. I said, Oh, so the the fucking four hundred dollar run flat tire. That's
3: the biggest fucking scam on earth,
2: unbelievable, unbelievable, Baba.
3: Yeah, it'll run flat. Every other tire will too. It's gonna ruin Ex- exactly. your fucking Exactly.
2: <laughs> right, right, right. Till you get ass raped at the fucking at the fucking repair shop. Ryan Chenoweth. <sighs> Being an eleven soft member is great. I agree with you, Ryan. Being on Nash and Friends is even better. So, if you want to know what he's talking about, go to clickthistv.com, Sign up. Our friends are here watching the live production.
3: They I apologize tra- for eating my burrito, but I had a bunch of shit going on today, and I trained legs, and I had a protein drink after legs, but I'm, I'm, I would have I passed out had I not eaten that. And we were already 40 minutes late with my technical problems trying to right. get. So, if you
2: were a Click this TV member, you would have been treated to the uh, the technical support uh, class. That was I, not only that they the,
3: the thing about the thing about the the Click this family is their family. They're they're not just sitting going, oh, this is fucking bullshit. They're sending in technical support. Yes, they were. Yeah, it's like yeah, this is a this is a team effort. They they realize, man, like this. When, you, when, you, when you're part of Click This, you're on the meadow. That's it. Click for life. David Van Bogle and one of, one of the people sending
2: in some suggestions oh, about, yeah. I think there were, there were sockets and, and whatever his degree is, uh, is in computer science. But, um, and you would have been a part uh, just last Thursday of the Vince Russo uh, Nash & Friends, which was wildly entertaining. Um, so go to click this and be well
3: that completely throws me off okay
2: become part of that <laughs> and join us for the next nash and friends i thought bit. i had a
3: stroke <laughs> i realized all oh, that
2: <laughs> you don't remember the promos back What's in the tomorrow? 80s
0: <laughs> i'm alex rodriguez and i'm jason kelly from bloomberg this is the deal each week you're hear us in conversation with business icons This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify.
1: (laughs) Hey, this is Misty Hyatt, The Walking Riot, and I say that you need to save with Conrad. Jim Ross told me, you need to go with Conrad. He'll save you money. <laughs> and he did. You guys helped me out great. And when I refinanced it and paid off everything, my payment was only $8 more a month. I probably saved at least over $30,000. They make everything so easy for you. Go to Save with Conrad. If you want to refi your mortgage or anything with your mortgage, just go to Save with Conrad.
2: O I F VET says the difference between alcohol and weed while driving is simple: the drunk doesn't. I read
3: this and I this he's this guy's absolutely on on the money.
2: The drunk doesn't stop for the stop sign. The stoner stops at the stop sign and waits for it to turn green.
3: Yeah, there was another good one. A guy said uh, today said that he actually is more cautious when he's not stoned than when he's stoned. Like, he's like, you know, he's probably like me. If I'm not stoned, that means like I'm on, I'm I'm on a trip. Like I would never, you know, I would never get stoned and, and have it my job to get somebody someplace, Mm -hmm. get myself to the gym. Not a problem. Right. Right. My wife does not like when I, she just not, uh, she won't get in the car with me if I'm stoned.
2: Right. She doesn't indulge. No. She'll have a glass of wine, though, right?
3: She'll have a glass of wine. Okay. Um, I, don't, I don't even. it. Gotta... she might. When we used to go to the islands a lot, she would drink like maybe a painkiller, or a margarita, or a daiquiri, or something like that. But she would. She like. She'd have one, two, right. Yeah, no. well, it's kind of hard to get one when your t- husband's drinking out of the pitcher.
2: So, <laughs> can, can you just pour a little in my <laughs> cup?
3: Yeah, next round, baby. <laughs>
2: Woo! Just hold it under me; some might dribble out of my chin. You can have that. Did, did she prefer? Um, does she prefer um, wine, Kevin, or THC, wine.
3: Kevin? No, no, no. Oh, being around you. Oh, T H th- th- C. I remember when 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 our, when, when T was was um, born, and she was like, really like she told me, okay, that's you can't smoke in the house, and you can't smoke in the back air Like he's going to, you know, that's going to register that his dad's you know smoking a bong, because I was always a bong guy.
2: Oh, interesting. Okay.
3: Like I always like to just—I don't like a—I I, I don't like smoke in my lungs, and b—I do—I'm I, not adding paper to the mix. Mm-hmm. So um, I was always a bong guy.
2: Plus, it simulates like a big shanker. It can kind of be fun. Yeah, you
3: can. If you feel like you, you own a man, You own a man like that. Like, what do you got, baby? Big hunk of man, something like that. So. Uh, <laughs> All of a sudden, it fucking got real hot in here, man. What was it the summer of '92? <laughs> <laughs> what The fuck?
2: No, that was the demonetization hammer falling from <laughs> YouTube that just hit you. Yeah, but uh, so she she laid down the edict: no, uh, no bong in so, the vicinity.
3: So I'm in our house in Arizona, and I'm squatting at the end of one of the cars. I've had, I've got this ceramic. I've had for like 25 years. It's a dragon, and he's holding a bowl, and it, his ass is the carburetor, and the end of his tail is where you hit it. It's a little fucking little gimmick, and uh I'm down here fucking, you know. And it's just like I got my my. I'm, I'm facing the door, and I got my back to the fucking, and I just fucking I just feel somebody's presence, and I just slowly turn around as I'm blowing the smoke out of my nose. And she just gave me that look like I was just like she didn't she could have yelled at me, she could have shot me with a shotgun, just the the look of disappointment.
2: It was worse I, than anything she oh, could have said.
3: Fuck, yeah. man. And you know what? I that was it. That was it, man. Like I just and I really stopped smoking for a long, long time. <clears throat> And then I, I remember, like I would like so, somebody said something one day, one time. I was on the road someplace, and they were like, "Hey man, you want to get stoned?" And I'm like, "Nah," I said, "You know, I, 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 it's 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 not legal here." And like, oh fuck! That. I said, "No," I said, "No," I, I I will not, you know, ingest cannabis in, in, in a state that it, where it's not legal. I said and it is not legal like in Florida it's not legal unless you have your medical card. Right. So when when I when I if my medical card and I never let my medical card overlap. I mean I I stay on top of it and it's just like it's a felony. It's a
2: felony? Yes. Like, the amount doesn't come into play, where if it's less than... The
3: amount that they've changed, it used to be, like, 27 grams. I think 28 grams is an ounce. I want to think anything above 27 grams was a felony. Hmm. And now it's, like, fucking eight. Oh. It's, like, eight grams. It's, like, it's something ridiculous. Okay. So, it's, like... If you don't, have, if you don't, if you're not smart enough to to pay and get a fucking, you know,
2: it's two fifty, I think, down there, isn't it? $200, Two hundred, two fifty. I see the ads and all the.
3: I don't think it's even that much. My, I mean, I think the doctor visits where they get you, but my doctor doesn't charge me.
2: Right. Okay. Um,
3: and right. She's, and she's hot. The doctor. Oh, God. The Weed Doctor? The Weed Doctor, super hot.
2: Uh, King, King Oreshmi, when I say the specs, okay, this is in reference to the specs on the cars. He said, when I said the specs on the cars, I mean acceptance criteria for the parts that go into the car. Basically, the nuts, bolts, frames, blocks, pistons, whatever goes into a car. I didn't mean the performance specs, my bad. Because we brought up the the comparison, oh, no, and, and,
3: the... and I read that, and, and I also I was a uh, for um, for a while I was an SPC coordinator, which is which is a statistical process control analysis guy, and what you basically do is you go and you've got uh, metric um, gauges that read things, and there's like maybe twelve different uh, gaps in the car, say that where the uh, the hood meets the front quarter panel on the left side. There's a specific place that you measure. And that gap has to be within this certain. And you go through and you do every seventh car, every, you know, just to get an idea. Right. And then <clears throat> any time that, you know, you get two gaps in a car, you have to put an orange sticker on it. And... They'll they'll pull it, and so I'm doing my my quality job, and I'm fucking I'm I'm meticulously doing this, and they, this this guy named Charles Hubner Hubner whatever his fucking name was, he was in in charge of assembly, so he pulls me in there and he goes he says you know Nash what the fuck are you doing? Well, I said my job I don't know like Ford you know wants me to I work for Ford quality. Goes motherfucker, you work for me. I got to put numbers out. I'm like, okay. And then, uh, then I, I swear, like every car after that, like was 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 like they just thought that they, they bought me off or something. I was just like, holy fuck! I asked, hey, hey Clarence, this one doesn't have a hood. Pass <laughs> you know, it through. They'll yeah, never know. Uh, yeah, that's good. I'm like, wait a minute, man! Like, so, and I'm thinking, you know, oh, okay, I see what they do. Then they come back and say, "How did this car pass?" And they fire you. Wow! About that time, I was working Friday, Saturday nights at a strip joint, and started making a couple hundred fucking bucks there. And I was single. The scenery was unbelievable. I started getting I started getting fringes, started dating a girl out of there. I said, it's fucking getting up at fucking being on the plant floor at 645. That was it. That was it.
2: So would you say that that was, um, I mean, you can't speak for everybody, but was that a commonplace thing in other departments there that they would overlook probably not big safety issues, but I mean, you're talking about like the performance of the hood,
3: right? Or, right. I or mean, the doors, I, I, or... I would, I would probably just uh, make, make a correlation to, nah, that was the case. And there would be like huge recalls. <laughs> oh, whoops. Whoops. The Daisy. Wasn't of the, of the, of the top five. Payoffs of all time, isn't Volkswagen number four? I don't know, is it? Corporate payoffs? I think so.
2: Yeah. yeah, but it feels like every six months there's there's one of those letters with the red recall band on it in yeah. my mailbox for one of our cars. It's like,
3: yeah,
2: it's nonstop. Um, what should have been recalled was that fucking Ocean Gate vessel that went undersea. Oh, we have to address it just because we, I mean, we talked about it so much last week, the tragic postscript to this that I, I, I do not understand. Have you See, have Bring you, up this graphic here. Just Have you heard,
3: have, have you heard any of the correlations between this and the uh, conspiracy of uh, the the single, the single gunman,
2: magic bullet?
3: No, Titanic. We're fucking, uh, Alston was like, uh, there was a, um. Oh, like fucking uh, like Morgan, like all, all these different guys were supposed to be on the Titanic, and Ashton was the only one that ended up getting on. It. And Ashton was the only one that opposed federal the, the federalization of the of the bank, and he went down with the Titanic. And then, like the following, uh. January in Jekyll Island, the other fucking five guys got together and and basically started the federal, started printing money, baby. Okay, no, didn't uh, wasn't on one, one of the so one of the guys that was on this um, mm-hmm. on this the the little sub gimmick. Mm-hmm. I don't know how true this is, but it's just you know one of those. I'm 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 a sound like fucking. Uh, the guy this is biden's fucking uh, but he is a direct ancestor to if you watch the movie titanic the old couple that get dressed up and lay in the bed yeah the guys yeah he is an ancestor to those people that died on the titanic one of the one of the cats that's what that was on that fucking gimmick
2: could so. be, I don't know. Would would be wildly ironic.
3: Yeah. But
2: maybe that, that's that. But it, it, would it, that be ironic? Interest or was it, it, it. Would,
3: would we actually call it ironic? Or would we have to call it Atlantis Morissette? Or no, we could call Sarah Silverman and ask her. We'd use it correctly. If it's, if it's ironic. Hmm.
2: They ever talk about what Sarah Silverman, we're both fans, so I might have brought this up. Huge. Already. Uh, I got a jury duty notice in the mail today, the card, and I guess in New York you used to have to, like, fill out a little questionnaire and send it back. Now you do it all online. But she said when she got hers, I guess in an effort to get disqualified, she wrote across the card, I love chinks, and mailed it back.
3: She probably wasn't
2: called. I'm going to try it on the computer. I have to log in to write
3: that now, but don't you think if you walked in with a Trump t-shirt on you, you could you could get disqualified? You know, that's that's interesting. That that is
2: interesting. Um, you know, in addition to I want to see that graphic one more time to see the the Titanic and we can bring this up here. Um so sea level being zero, okay, and then how many ever many thousand feet we're down, 12,000, 13,000 feet here, right? right? And um so the lowest living well, ten looks like ten thousand feet is the deepest whale dive that the living mammal, the whale, can achieve. The Titanic came to rest at 12,500, which was the same presumed depth of the Titan submarine. Was there ever confirmation that it made it all the way down?
3: No, but they they did. The last thing that they've, they've actually heard from the Titan submarine was somebody was fucking uh, chanting the tune rock lobster, mm. which I thought was weird. Right. Was it the Fred Schneider
2: part, or were they... Right.
3: Rock lobster! There's a giant clam!
2: <laughs> Maybe an under different subject matter. I don't know. But the deepest dive in a manned submarine? 35,656 feet. Now, I'm presuming this is a
3: Proper looks like a condom,
2: massive looks like something. It looks like a uh, gonna metamorphosize it, 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 into a yeah, looks butterfly like, or something. Looks hanging like off
3: the, the uh, that that, that movie that, that got the Oscar with kind of like the creature of the black lagoon in it. But that? um, so Steve, Steve will know what that is.
2: When I'm talking about th- the uh, here
3: it is. Here's the here's the uh,
2: 13,000 uh, 13,000 feet down. That's actually a third of what the deepest submarine dive, manned submarine dive, did with
3: 35,858 feet. Shape of water is what I was referring to. That's what that that thing on the right hand side kind of looks like the the shape of water cat. Yes, do remember that.
2: The only thing less safe than that fucking vehicle that vessel was the uh osprey omega incident in the ring the uh the
3: tiger driver i thought that, that was called get, getting rear-ended in a pinto that 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 move
2: <laughs>
3: jesus
2: for anyone who hasn't watched it's i mean it's been all over the place so the top there you're seeing uh execution in japan Oh, oh Jesus Christ! That's just no
3: fucking look at money. look at that fucking. Can we just see just the bottom one? It's
2: like, yeah, the bottom one is is Osprey. So,
3: oh, uh, Kenny, you wake you make way too much fucking money to be taking that bump. Yeah.
2: So. All right, let's just talk about the. I've I've never taken. You a know what? This this
3: life. is fucking this is heat, and I think I, I I have a part of this because of of uh, when I, I mean number one, Osprey's got serious heat with me because he just almost crippled my favorite wrestler, which is that's fu- that, that's that's yeah. fucked up. That's that's a, that's fucking bullshit. But the fact that we asked if he fucking sold any merch. And Kenny jumped on the bandwagon, and this is how he takes care of him. I don't know, man. It's kind of, kind of fucking Kabuki-ish to me.
2: Makes your, uh, makes your giant uh, power bomb look like.
3: Uh... Oh, it makes, it makes it look like Mysterio and, and Eddie, exactly. fucking going through a fucking chain wrestling move.
2: But okay, so <clears throat> I I just think it was a botched shot. It just it just looked to me like he,
3: doesn't he, it look like the greatest worker in the world would do something like that. <clears throat> <clears throat> 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 I'd drop that down to a three star just on fucking safety. I'm sorry. Well,
2: it just looks like poor execution. Yeah, I, like I know there are like larger it. theories out there. It just it really just
3: looks like I'm going to go with the Larry David on that. Pretty, pretty, pretty sure he fucked that up. Look at that. I, I'm sorry, but the first thing thing—the first thing to hit is his fucking bean. Right. I mean. As opposed to the shoulders. I mean, back and the left. To the left. Back and to the left. Hell, Osprey had him at a fucking turkey shoot.
2: So is the position of the knees. Osprey's knees, perhaps too too far out, which. Well, let me forced... ask you a
3: question: Why is it that fucking Kenny's knees hit, and the other cat's feet hit?
2: Um, right, because he's too right, cause he's too far he's, over. He should be yeah. further rolled further onto his shoulders. He's where his knees would dro- not he be. Dro-
3: dro- he, he dropped him. The, the the cat up top dropped him. More, I would say, maybe a 45 degree Mm -hmm. instead of fucking just basically just straight. Just, I mean, I don't think the guillotine had that strict of a fucking movement in it. The one, the one that Kenny took. Yeah. That's bullshit. You know, and the thing is, it's just like, I, I just, is it worth it, man? But is
2: this not just one of the risks of the business? Fuck I that! Mean, is is anybody? You know what? That say,
3: that's like saying, you know what, man? That that's that's the risk you take when you go down in a fucking man-made sub with an Xbox controller. That's just the risk you take.
2: Well, but your career isn't going down in the sub. Your career is wrestling, right? So you kind of well, have, have to. That
3: guy that the guy, the, the guy that owned that fucking company.
2: Well, he could have run up and down all he wanted in the damn thing, but you know, putting the other people in for a for the joyride is different. I mean,
3: could you not joyride p- plus a million bucks? But right, two fifty a pop, right? Yeah.
2: Um. But could could you not have a serious injury in any given wrestling match? Whether this, it's a high risk move. Anytime those those vertebrae compression oh, moves, pile yeah, drivers, yeah, tombstones, cool, all okay. that stuff.
3: Of course you can but I, I I'll guarantee I, I'll take my Vegas odds of working a standard Hulk Hogan match over fucking working that that bullshit super strong let's get you know let's 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 get the the accolades of match of the year bullshit what does match of the year get you I mean so Meltzer says you had match of the year does Meltzer cut that motherfucker like a million dollar dick? Does, is there anything? No, it's, not, it's bragging
2: rights. Is, is all it is. Or recognition, bragging rights, recognition, whatever. If
3: but get, if it puts a fucking three inches on your cock, great. If it don't, who, who fuck that shit? Because you know what it's going to do? It's going to make your dick not work because you're not going to feel anything from your neck down.
2: So where so do you draw the line? So where forward? do you draw the line? What's acceptable? Wasn't it? What isn't acceptable?
3: I've never taken a pile driver. Serious? No. I've never given one. I don't do backdrops. I don't take backdrops. I gave backdrops. If somebody fucking like Sean would say, give me a backdrop, fine. But, like, I, 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 you know, I'll do it because you're a great athlete. I just, you know. To me, the last thing I want to give Sean's a fucking uh, power bomb because he sure as fuck can't take that.
2: But it, is there anything in the training now? No. In WWE, let's say, let's take WWE, biggest company in the biggest wrestling company in the world.
3: No, they've there... got the like, you can go down there. They've got uh, a ring that has basically platforms that you can stand on in the corners. To fucking work on your aerial moves, there's big fucking water mats to land on. You can do all that, and you can fucking go over it a million fucking times. But, but it's, are there any got,
2: restrictions? Are there any restrictions on what would be taught? Are they are they are they allowing it to become too risky? Is I guess what I'm saying, or are there limitations on what they would allow in a WWE ring? with a tiger driver. Uh,
3: I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I mean, these fucking guys give each other fucking shit on the apron where the fucking wood meets the steel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The most unforgiving, pl- They they give fucking a razor's edge into the top turnbuckle. right I mean the so the 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 force of that is basically pushing the cervical forward, no matter where you land, whether it's your fucking uh whether it's your thir- your cervical, whether it's your thoracic, whatever it is, there's a fucking good chance that you could jer- jerk that fucking uh, that disc and cause permanent damage, and for what?
2: So should we dial it back? Should companies dial back what's allowed? We don't have to go back to the Bill Watts, you know, nothing off the top rope, but should they dial back what's acceptable
3: in a ring? Show me the, show me the numbers of broken necks before the German suplex became a fucking staple in professional wrestling. I don't remember any. When they started doing those Germans, because it's, it's not necessarily the one it's like fucking CTE. It's the fucking, it's the, the onslaught. It's the fucking 10 years. It's of the aggregation that. of that punishment. on Right. Your and head then finally and it just, it, yeah. you know, you know, finally you, you bend over to pick up a light bulb and you're fucking, you're paralyzed. And you're like, what, how the fuck did that happen? Cause you got dropped on your head. It's like me, like, fuck, I go in the gym. There are days, man, it's just like, Okay, I can't. That I, I did that movement two 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 workouts ago, but for some reason that motherfucker's killing me today. So I, I can't do that. I've got to find something else to hit that.
2: How's your neck taking to the uh, to the stems? By
3: the way, I mean it. I think an improvement. Like I mean, I can see like like an, an improvement just in in everything. You know, my my shoulders are up. I'm, I'm I'm I just got my blood work back. And how often do you get? I feel like every eight days you have blood work. No, every three months. So, still a lot of blood work. Yeah, but I mean,
2: I'm not criticizing. It's
3: just no. I mean, to me, it's one of those. So, my my coronary risk. Okay, my triglycerides were 80. Don't brag. My total cholesterol was 115. HDL which is your good cholesterol was 57 LDL was 42 cholesterol to HDL ratio is 2.0 CPR which is C reactive protein which is the fucking uh the inflammatory that basically causes heart disease 0. 0.4 thyroid uh three uh, T3 4 three t4 S T, T S 3.4 and my PSA number for prostate uh, problems is 0. 0.6 so so they
2: can they can predict a uh, prostate issues through blood work
3: once you hit if you're if you're 4.0 and above you're, you're, you 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 got to start really Getting that fucking prostate looked at preferably by a professional
2: yeah it was the average Saturday night, <laughs> you know talking about bumps, it is the twenty uh was it twenty fifth anniversary of Foley going off the cage remember that the hell in the cell
3: yeah and i, 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 I so I, I, the first time I saw um taker said that when he gave him the choke slam and he went through and he hit he said that he looked down, he said, I thought he was dead. I can't even imagine, even if it was for fucking five seconds before he moved, how Mark must've felt up there. Mm. I mean, I and Shano's done some fucking crazy ass. I mean, it's one thing if you're fucking, if you're fucking, you're, you're, you're hungry and you know, you're trying to feed the family and, you know, you're not the most athletic guy in the world. And, you know, that was kind of Mick's whole thing was, you know, Mick would always take risks that nobody else would take. But when it came down to it and, and Mick got beat up to the point where he couldn't, then Mick fucking was he was such a great storyteller. And it, it was still, but he always, you know.
2: Would you have delivered it if Mick said, throw me off the see
3: I, I I'm I'm one of those motherfuckers man that I the psychology of a cage if you put a top on it cuz that's what I when I did that hell in the cell with with Triple H they they that's why they put Mick in as a special guest referee because I told him I said I'll do it don't have a problem I'll get color I'll do anything you want in there but it's not leaving the cage because that defeats the purpose of what a cage is. A cage is for two people to settle it, not two people to use that as another apparati. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. So, so
2: you wouldn't have been up I, there in the first place, is what you're I, I what wouldn't have been up saying. there.
3: No, fuck no. Stupid.
2: I remember Mick talking about... Uh the fall through the cage being much more devastating than the one where he went off. Well, yeah.
3: Plate. Cause he, he went, he went over with momentum and then he also had at least, I'm not saying it's huge, but maybe three and a half feet before that fucking table crumbled. Right. You know, back in the back in the the old days, was was stunt guys like they fucking used to jump off like incredibly high. They used fucking c- cardboard boxes. They didn't use right. those crash pads. You know, back That's in the right. day, man, guys like Terry Leonard and guys like that, you know those those fucking old school guys. And Terry Leonard's the guy that did the uh, Indiana Jones with the bull whip and went along the fucking underneath the car. Oh wow. And that's that shot at like fucking 35, 40 by me. this mother, Terry Leonard. If if nobody knows who Terry Leonard is, he's an amazing second unit director. Now, he was our second unit director on uh, Ninja Turtles, uh, the, my first film. But Terry Leonard, like his 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 stunt work is, you know, it's it's just un- unbelievable. Mm-hmm and there's so many guys that have, have fallen in his footsteps like the, the, those are the, the the people to me that are the most just unappreciated you know like you 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 look at Dwayne's body double his his stunt guy
2: mhm
3: you know w- w- watch him walk around watch Dwayne walk around with them fucking loafers on and those tight ass slacks <laughs> And watch his fucking watch his fucking stunt double <laughs> walk around looking like Jim Otto, you know.
2: So, but that first the, the fall through the cage, there was oh, a chair but, involved too. A chair no, came down. No, and what
3: it, what it and is face. is he 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 hit. He goes through, and I don't. I I I think that they. I don't know if they they planned that to to be that, but it was so, it was so fast that it basically, like, that didn't stop his fall. Like, he didn't ride that down at all. It just basically, he hit it, it cleared, and then the next thing to break Mick's fall was fucking the the planks of wood.
2: Those lovely soft WWE rings yeah. in the 90s, yeah. And,
3: that, and, and that's also, I mean, it's just like, when a big motherfucker picks you up and gives you just like a, 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 a sidewalk slam, and drops you from like six foot six, and just drops you. I mean, just the elevator stopping that quick, and you landing with with you know three hundred plus pounds of body weight. It after two forty, those fucking boards don't give. Mm. It, it might as well be cement, right? Yeah. So yeah.
2: But um, it was, it was such a, mixed done so many things. I mean, this this is one of many. This is not an, an outlying uh, moment in his career. He was certainly, this became his calling card, doing the things no one would do. And even just, I remember the early WCW stuff, before shit got so crazy, just those elbow drops off the apron onto the concrete floor. And my thing is... full ass impact on those
3: that's such a different category of a human being
2: mixability to
3: mixability to put that into a match make it work psychology wise and make it be on him mm. it was it, he was the one taking the abuse he wasn't he wasn't giving a, like if he fucked up Jumping off the top, it was on Mick, like and Mick knew that right Mick, everything that Mick did, the only thing I think that 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 um Mick would take back was when he was handcuffed and rock hit him with those chair shots
2: he was stiffing him with the chairs, yeah
3: and i think I think after the f- first or second one, Mick was out, yeah. And couldn't fucking and he just kept taking them. I think that 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 probably did more damage to Mick, and was probably one of the things that, if he had to take back, that was one of them because that was that was huge. That was a that was a damaging, you know. Yeah.
2: The shot off the cage onto the announce table. One of the things that. You- won't be talked about, but WWE's coverage of that—having the cameras positioned above the cage and not just the floor view—I mean, that's horrific enough. But um, being able to capture it on that side, above the cage, so you see the whole thing develop. Oh, you—that
3: was—you're was, never going to outproduce them. Yeah, you know.
2: And they certainly knew how to how to cover it and and because of that, the visual is something that'll never be forgotten, akin to like snooka atop the cage at Madison square garden Morocco um, going on to morocco yeah that uh that'll never be that'll never be forgotten. It's such an iconic moment, so far less dangerous obviously
3: but uh but mixed oh, uh, what okay, big ass Rikishi coming off the top was fucking pretty impressive. Rikishi you know? did a lot with, uh, yeah. with a, uh, a dude that they, size. Oh, man. And the thing about Keish, man, I mean, I've taken a ton of splashes from him. Not one time, not one fucking time Keish ever stiffed me. Mm. I mean, it was just like. Yeah. That's what got Mabel all his heat. Mabel was hurting Samoans. Right. Yeah, there's there's fucking Kishi. That's the one in the back of that fucking dump truck, I think, of dirt, right? Yeah. Oh,
2: man, Rikishi was great. A lot of fun. Such a great era. Such a great era. Listen to me. Oh, they don't make music no worries, like this, man. They
3: you don't know, make music today like they used to back then. You know, like you go and you you archive some fucking uh, funk Mick Foley shit from over in Japan. Some of those crazy, <laughs> bob wire. You know, you watch some of those. You're just like. Funk was another one, man. Funk was, you know.
2: They're, yeah, their their matches in ECW, which were like How long did for... they, how
3: long did it take people to realize that the um, getting hit with a fluorescent light wasn't that big of a deal?
2: How long? Well, the...
3: it's not. It's not. It's like. Like that's kind of, you know, the
2: the pop is very effective though when the the gas is omitted, the sound from it.
3: Yeah, but it's, it's it's one of those things though that it's just it it got so overused because like anything, like you couldn't you can't you can't Mick can't can't take that fall through the cage every night. Like, the things that are special are special because they're, they're you know, they, they, they take such a toll out of the human being that does it. Yeah. I, I you know no matter what's said, I'm just glad because I like Kenny. Uh, I'm just glad that he didn't get hurt. Um,
2: it's miraculous that he
3: didn't yeah. get hurt. But then again, you know, and I'm telling this, you know, I, I got kicked in the chin by Scott. Uh-huh and got a stinger and had a brachial plexus injury and they gave me a med pack and i worked through it and uh, lo and behold i get knocked out a year later in Worcester, and they do a ct scan of me and they're like so uh when was the first time you broke your neck
2: see that's the other thing too we're saying he's not injured
3: He's not going to go. He's not getting an MRI tomorrow. You know. Yeah. Well,
2: hopefully, hopefully he's all right. But, but like you're saying, if this continues, you know, you're 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 really rolling the dice. All the
3: holy shits, and you still got it in the world. I tell you, man. There's a reason why. when Cornette used to say, Nash has five moves, guess what? I'm 64 fucking years old. I can still do all five of them. You know? I can still do all five of them. Not, there's not one of them I can't do. If you're booked tomorrow. If I'm booked, to, if fucking... You got if, the elbow, if, the knee, the flipper, the fucking hair. You fucking, got the, I got the, the snake eyes. I got the power bomb. I can still do the squisher. Shit. Big boot. I got all my shit. It still look good. Got first two rows of abs in. Fuck. Put me in coach. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to play. Oh, wait. And I have psychology. And I'm a selfish prick.
2: The lost art. So... You might even get the kind of coverage that CM Punk's been getting all week because it was reported that someone got angry at Dynamite and left, or left angry. Kevin, I'm I'm a, yeah, there you go. Um, th- These reports that came up throughout the week that started, I guess, they, as they maybe a like story. It
3: is summer of 92 in that photo.
2: Wait, go back to that. Hold on. The photo of Meltzer came up.
3: It looks like someone, a fucking... Dave got a fucking Olin Mills and get a fucking Easter shot. What the fuck is little hands up fucking gimmick? What is that?
2: Taking a double feed right there.
3: Oh, uh, foo. Fucking Trump, Trump's going this way. Dave's just taking, Dave, taking yeah, both. Dave's Dave's taking a <laughs> fucking just hog wild
2: kevin what is the story is there a story anymore with punk even like we know his identity in the business the guy that doesn't I, compromise I, doesn't know what he want to do
3: my best friend on earth scott yeah, hall sure cm punk's going to be the first professional wrestler to die of a yeast infection that's what scott hall was that said. a
2: scott hall quote
3: that was directly from Scott to me in the front seat of a car.
2: See, but my my contention here has nothing to do with Punk at all. It's it's the it's the coverage. It's the wrestling media coverage of something that isn't a fucking story because they have to just keep putting CM Punk's name in it.
3: Who gives well, a that, fuck? He was the, 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 okay. So the show in Chicago did. 800,000 views, the next show he was on did 500,000 views. That's in one show. It's like, put Taker on fucking Raw. You yeah, know, I, I get it. I mean, this
2: video of the houses, you saw the house at TV, right?
3: And my yeah. whole thing is too is just like, there's so, there is. Everything is because there isn't the next big thing. You take Roman and Brock out of the equation. Who's who, who you pick him? You 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 pick the next Hulk Hogan. You pick the next Stone Cold. You pick anybody
2: on un, un, anyone you, under thirty on the roster?
3: You it's- pick Roman. You pick me the I would say fucking uh, Robbie's kids got the best fucking chance. Breaker Braun, he's got the best chance. What can you Just do about the mic there? Turn him fucking heel. Give him fucking Heyman. <laughs> you know, I mean, the fucking. Where, who? Where? Pull up that LA fucking guy. La whatever the fuck his name is. I got. Yeah, we're
2: scrolling it. down through the roster right now. Okay, those of I you listening, it. we're looking for tomorrow's Hulk Hogan or tomorrow's Roman Reigns.
3: Um, hey, okay, La Knight. There he is. Go back.
2: Yeah, La Knight.
3: Okay, La Knight. Pull that motherfucker up. Am I the only one that sees like an absolute ripoff? Of The Rock. To the point where he cut the promo on fucking uh, Logan Paul or whatever the fuck his name is. He said, he, yeah, stick it. The only thing he didn't do was turn the motherfucker sideways. Sideways. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Are you guys like, what is everybody have amnesia? There's nothing original. Oh man, his promo, his fucking promos. Finally! LA Knight has come back as a white guy. <laughs> fucking uncle. If money in the bank, if you don't put the fucking put that money in the bank and fucking in Paul's hand Logan Paul, right. So you can fucking the, the rest of the year fucking say, "Oh fuck, yeah, but a wild card is will Logan Paul be there?
2: He may show up. He may show up. Sure.
3: <laughs> yeah, right. if you don't fucking if you don't get some you get some mileage out of that, then fucking uncle. And I don't know this fucking guy, L.A. Knight. I don't know him, but I'll tell you one thing, man.
2: I see the eyebrow. I'll tell you that.
3: <laughs> I'm. I got a fucking t- a text message from him. I'm just gonna read what it says. <laughs> Hey Nash, I know you don't know me. I've got an idea of this character. He's called the Scorpion King. What do you think? This is bullshit. Okay? Rock was in Rock was the Scorpion King. God damn it. Is
2: that from you know, LA? The L- then, LA then sent said,
3: you that? Yeah, and then he says, um, what's this one here? Yeah, I want man. Yeah, he, he said the He's in talks with Disney. I don't I don't know what the fuck's going
2: yeah. on. Don't do it, LA. It won't last. They won't stay behind you.
3: L LA, LA Knight, fucking Fast and Furious Eleven.
2: Well, to continue the discussion, yeah, i I scrolled the roster. I scrolled it today while we were on the phone. And uh and you know, I would l lo- I would love if there were if there were interesting things to talk about. I would love if the if the business kept us guessing. I love when those shooty little things happen, man, but um,
3: go slow so I can look at uh, keep i mean not slow slow, but you know just enough for I can... there
2: are established people there, but i'm not i'm, I'm I, tell, about... I tell
3: i mean I'll tell you the guys that I think have a chance are um priest Damien priest okay Damien priest, I think priest could good fucking you could do something with him um but this is but if
2: we're talking did anybody, Hogan, see the, did, anybody
3: see, did anybody see the bad bunny clip on youtube where fucking he's off the he's off the uh voiceover track and he's like screeching oh no Oh, uh, look can you fucking can, can somebody please find that? Oh, it's it, it'll be bad bunny, fucking lip syncs, and he's off as fuck. It's <laughs> I swear to god it's it's as brutal as fucking LA Knight. I mean I I'm sorry, not as brutal as LA Knight because he's actually not doing an impersonation of bad I guess he would be because he's lip syncing some bullshit or whatever he's actually screeching though he's not even lip syncing it it's like they I, I think they lost the fucking track like they lost the background track and it's him oh. like okay yeah here it is here it is right here
0: oh no. <laughs> oh
1: so now he doesn't know
2: that the music like isn't the playing. 'Cause it's in his earplugs in his in his uh in his in ear monitors, but he doesn't know that it's cut off from the audience. That's brilliant.
3: How oh, fucking boy, I tell you what. <laughs> uh, that's that's some uh, that's special talent right there. Talent. I d I don't know. <laughs>
2: Let me tell you who is a talent, a musical talent, Brandon Etheridge. Now, no one's heard of him, and that's fine, but you'll know him now.
3: Oh, this is a guy you told me about.
2: Yes, find him on Twitter or on uh, on uh, no, YouTube. I hope, I hope so he takes the airport, he takes popular memes and he writes a score to it on the piano on the keyboard, <coughs> so that it fits as music under each so i i pulled a few of them here here's here's we all know that we'll do it live uh, by bill o'reilly here is um brandon etheridge turning it into a song
0: i I can't do it we'll do it live we'll do it live fuck it do it live i can go will write it and we'll do it That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. I'm Bill O'Reilly. Thanks again for watching. We'll leave you with Sting and a cut off his new album. Take it away. Every
2: once in a while, social media uh, redeems itself to me when it shows me that someone out there can actually use it in an entertaining, different way and show some creativity. There's a Hogan one he did. From a Hogan promo with you the ultimate. You didn't tell me Warrior. the
3: Bad Bunny thing was entertaining.
2: It that was, <laughs> but I don't think he meant to be on social media oh, doing that.
3: Okay, that, I see what you're saying. In, there. in a
2: very unintentional way, that was. Okay. Um. Here, let's see a little, uh, little Hulkster here.
3: Logan, what is happening? Well, you know, me, and Gene, we really don't know what we're dealing with here, man. And I'm just kind of a little worried about locking up here. Because we right? he just might pull the whole planet up, you know. Everybody knows that Hulkamania is the strongest force in this universe. But when I hit that ring and I saw what the madness was all about, I realized... There was a whole other universe out there. A whole nother frontier in the power of the madness and the mania just blew my 24-inch guns out. Hulk Hogan.
2: Actually made it a better promo, so So go find Brandon Etheridge, for God's sakes, and enjoy it.
3: I would have left it at Riley.
2: Well, you know what? I had to I had to get it in because it I would it, it have was, left it at Riley. It was Hogan it was wrestling related.
3: Uh fuck you. That's that's should know by now we just we the the more wrestling we do the worse it gets
2: yeah. oh blue chew blue chew is here for us yet again for our stiff oh, one of the uh, week yes oh it is summer let's talk about sex guys uh remember the days when you were always ready to go now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed listen up bluechew.com. What are they? What are they? What are they? You know what they are. Their unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets at a fraction of the cost. Take them anytime, day or night, pop them in, chew them, plan ahead, and be ready to go. The process very simple. Sign up at bluechew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. No going to the pharmacy, sitting, talking to the doctor about your wanka. You just do it online and then check your mailbox. Um, you know, you're going to consult with a licensed medical professional. And uh, once you're approved, the prescription arrives within days. Does it work? Ha! Try it for yourself. And you're going to be able to try it for free. We've got a special deal for you. Try it for free when you use the promo code NASH at checkout. You're going to pay $5 for shipping. That's it. But the tablets are free. BlueChew.com, promo code NASH.
1: Thanks for listening wherever you listen
2: to lose. If you haven't tried this, do it now, guys. Bluetooth.com for more details, important safety information. And we thank Bluetooth for sponsoring this stiff one of the week. For this, we will go to WCW and uh, an old friend of yours, maybe Vampiro. How'd you get on with Vampiro? Fine. Okay. Um,
3: we didn't do. It. We, we, I didn't have a whole lot. of... I mean, we talked and shit. But we. I don't think we worked. I, I don't know. If we, we ever worked?
2: You, know. you mightn't have. No.
3: Um, remember they. What did he have? Did he, did he have a best of five against Booker or best of five? He had a best of five against either Benoit or Booker. That was really good. Yeah, I remember uh, that.
2: Talented as fuck, but uh, had some issues with Sting. And uh, they came up here on an edition. Uh, a view shoot. So let's see what Vamp has to say about really? Sting. Really? Yeah. Uh, Adam DeVry, looking back, why did the Sting feud not pan out as well as it could be? Was it creative issues or two performers not clicking?
3: Well, on my phone, Sting, I'll ask him.
2: <laughs> what would he tell me?
3: Steve, this guy wants to know why the... What? What what do you want to know? He
2: wants to know why it didn't work out. Did
3: you guys not click well together? Because you suck. No, you didn't suck, brother. No, and you weren't jealous. No, (laughs) no, don't say that. Yeah, I know you found God. I know. Yeah, yeah. All right. Thanks, bro. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. All right.
2: right. Let's move to Emerson Winter. Did you ever...
3: So... That's not a very good clip.
2: When you drill down more... There were other ones about Steve on there, but I just thought that he, he, Vamp he he was... I
3: mean, You found God in it. It's part of the... That's like... That's how it's tired.
2: But the heat stemmed, I believe, from the makeup. Believe it or not.
3: No.
2: You're not buying that? I,
3: no, I just, man, I've known Steve his whole... Well, not his whole career, but fucking, I've known him since 90. He was, at any point, he was never fucking petty.
2: Well, it would sound like something very petty, yes, if someone said, I'm the only guy here with makeup. That sounds
3: petty, and...
2: But there are other instances in that interview, before that, I couldn't play a five-minute clip, where he talks about um, someone advising Vampiro that, listen, you know, he, he... you know he's had the makeup for a long time and and Vamp had to say I've been wearing this since 84 you know I'm I'm not going to take the makeup off so someone acting as an intermediary advised him that maybe he should lose the makeup before he worked this thing. I wasn't there this is oh, Vamp- I, I, this is I Vampiro's mean, they, take they look perfectly yeah fine because
3: there. it looks almost like they're they almost like a good pass for identical twins except for the fucking giant amount of fucking ink on one guy
2: well but the makeup is similar so so that was what was being intoned
3: one looks like a skull the other one looks like the crow
2: i didn't say they were exact but it's it's similar and it's the black and white in the yeah, eyes.
3: And and he's, oh. All right, well, something whatever, for Whatever, if that's the best we got for the week, we'll just... We... Oh! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, mean, our, our ratings
2: will probably go down.
3: Um, um, yeah. Well, no, they'll actually, they'll go... They'll go up. They'll go up seven, but we'll be at six, they'll go up seven, and we'll be at 14.
2: That's called chartable math, is what that's called.
3: Shards, that's, that's Apple chartable. All right, Florida we'll... man or
2: Jersey guy, hopefully this one makes Nash happy. Florida man or Jersey guy two headlines one uh it's com- uh, an incident with somebody from Florida one uh fr- from a uh, courtesy of a Jersey guy Nash is is pretty close to perfect with these and now I've come to I've just pulled funny headlines in the past now I try to do something to fuck you up and <laughs> it it tends not to work still so I don't know you kind of got a hang of it so all right here are the two headlines actual headlines Man arrested in airport over an AR 15 and fake US Marshall badge in his bag. The second headline teacher fired after making students write their own obituaries. First one, man arrested in airport I'm over. Go.
3: First, first guy is Florida. Second one is New Jersey.
2: All right. I, I got you.
3: Okay. I the reason you... I said that was. Asking a kid to fucking write in Florida. To...
2: <laughs> I thought that my thinking was you'd see the AR-15 maybe and, and go to Florida with that. But it was, well, it was actually a Jersey guy. Jersey guy arrested in Newark airport. Um, I would, yeah,
3: to... no, the, 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 uh,
2: Let's see, he was... uh he learned the hard way. What's his name? Uh, Cerezi called in, arrested at Newark Airport, to, uh, waiting to board a flight. Board a flight to Fort Lauderdale, where he would have been welcomed with the AR-15. Uh, agents from the TSA had been doing routine screenings, checked baggage, discovered... So there's a
3: really good chance that this guy could have been a Florida guy. <laughs> he He just got busted. On his way home.
2: I th- No, I, I see, I did check that, and it does say a New Jersey man recently. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, because he could have been flying back home. True. But, no, wasn't the case. And then the—
3: I needed, I needed a loss.
2: Now, yeah. the teacher one, if, if I added one detail to the headline, but I used the headline as it appeared. If I added one detail to the headline, you would have gotten it. Because it says, uh, as reported by Fox 35, Jeffrey Keene, a teacher at Dr. Phillips High School in Orlando, was fired over a lesson plan in which he asked students to write their own obituaries in an effort to teach gun safety. So they immediately fired him. I think it was less the uh, obituary than the fact that the obituary...
3: Yeah, a little little bit of a fucking... uh... So what you're basically doing is you're, you're you're giving me cold cases with with no fucking forensics now. I no,
2: <laughs> I, that's good. But no, I gave you. I don't want to tinker with the headline. The headline was uh, Florida teacher fired after making students. I, right I, I needed.
3: I needed to lose one. You did, you did. Make you humble. Make you humble. Uh, um, the news item for guess. I guess. Me- I guess uh, Oliver, I do the job for you today. You did the job. <laughs> you did the job. Maybe you do the job. I, I can't believe it.
2: The first thing to suck was the stiff one of the week, and then the second thing to suck was Kevin Nash. Um <clears throat> the, the news story of the week for me was that Vince McMahon, apparently, by all reports, um, made some changes to raw i think uh the uh the opening Opening match right opening match was scrapped which was advertised um and then smackdown from what i read was heavily re 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 rewritten by him and the piece uh that i last saw there were several pieces on this during the week but the piece the piece i last saw talked about the dissatisfaction um, on the part of your friend Paul Levesque. Um, And uh, to quote, I don't know if I have the exact quote here, but I did, uh, Meltzer, Dave Meltzer, did cover this and say that uh, it's Vince, uh, here's the the quote, it's got to be frustrating for writers, it's got to be frustrating for Paul Levesque, but the thing is it's Vince, right? And you can't say anything that's what somebody brought up to me if you're a writer you can't say anything to vince even if you're paul Levesque, you can't say anything to vince because you're fucked if you say anything to vince so you can't say anything so here we have the sale of the company with a merger the takeover whatever you want to call it the 51 to 49 percent with endeavor uh vince in embroiled in the payoff scandal leaves the company the sale happens he's he comes back saying he's not going he categorically says he's not going to be involved in creative now apparently he's coming and rewriting the shows so this was just a few month long pulling the wool over the eyes finalize the sale okay nothing's different we just did this for the sale is it safe to say this
3: I have not talked to uh, Paul in uh, ten days, maybe eight days. I mean, we. I'll just.
2: I'm not looking for you to betray a confidence. No,
3: no, I would, I would, I would never. I, I don't. I got, I got in hot water with one of my very close friends over saying something on the show, so I will, I will never divulge anything. Because a lot of times, I think something is just, you know two guys talking and it's just kind of funny and it's like it has repercussions that are fucking pretty you know so i just see my my meter on what what i can say and can't say is i i pretty much don't give a fuck
2: well that's why people love you quite honestly and that's why people tune into first your shoot interviews now this is because you spoke from the heart off the cuff but just doing just doing your like well, if I had a knowing Paul as I do or if if it was me I, there
3: yeah I, I don't think that um and i I'm not going to speak for my friend, but just knowing the um health issue that he had and knowing everything else you're going to Put it this way, he's not going to toss and turn in his bed at night over the fact that his shit's being rewritten.
2: Oh, so you don't don't think that he would have cared?
3: Oh, I'm sure he cared at that moment and then fucking took a deep breath and went, you know what? I guarantee you he didn't fucking come to, to, to... (laughs) to the next set of TVs with fucking a completed like there's no way that he's going to do that again
2: walk in with a completed show
3: yeah because it's like i used to tell people all the time you know don't tell me to get in my car and 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 drive i need directions because you're going to give me okay i need you in fucking tampa well fuck i wish you would have told me that i'm in fucking cleveland like you can't just jump on and fucking tell somebody, "Oh, by the way, this is, the, this is our new direction, because you could be going in such a different so at that point it's just like, "I'm, I'm not going to start my car. I'm not going anywhere. I'm, I'm the cop sitting in the fucking, in, in the mall waiting for somebody to go by, so I can, I'm not going to be patrolling,
2: but it's still his job. It's, it's still his position, and, and there's got to be a sense of pride in that it's no different than a showrunner on a sitcom or on The Sopranos or something. When when you're in the middle of crafting something, storylines, angles, characters.
3: It's it's not live. Nothing's live. None of those fucking showrunners, nothing they're doing can be changed seven minutes before it goes live. Which is even worse exactly which makes me say fuck it i was there during that cm punk thing fucking phil and i would be in the back looking at each other and it'd be fucking three minutes before fucking the show started we'd have no idea what the fuck we were going to say to each other and it'd hand you a fucking rewrite is fucking the is a is the open starting. And I'd fucking, you know, in the old days, you'd go, you know what, man? Fuck you. You give it to me that late, I'm, I'm, I'm just going, I'll just fucking, I'll just go out there and fucking say what the fuck I want to.
2: But do you think that Paul or anyone in the company, Stephanie, would have known that the plan to get to force the sale through would be, Vince says, in light of what's going on, I'm going to retire and leave, and then just let the ink dry, and then you come back. Did they know that this was the plan? If this was the plan?
3: Okay. Or was this something between Ari and him? If I'm Ari. Right. Okay. And I'm buying this company. Am I buying a company under the premise that I'm going to get a 54-year-old Head man or a fucking 78-year-old head man? Which one, from a business standpoint, moving forward, would seem like the the direction you would want to go? And I don't know. I mean, I'm just, I don't know. I've never met the man. I don't know, Ari. If he walked in in here naked, but if he walked in here naked, I probably know because I say, fucking, what are you
2: doing in the studio? I was alone here and now there's a naked guy. Right.
3: There's a naked guy. And I said, if you walked in here, usually doesn't
2: happen until 10 when we're off the air.
3: Exactly.
2: But, all right. But a 75 year old guy amidst all these charges and the payoffs or. Someone without that on there. I think his leaving had less to do with him versus Triple H being in control than it did the shitstorm in the media that was maybe fogging up some of the sale.
3: So, is it, this is the first time that there's been concrete uh, evidence that Vince has rewritten the shows.
2: Well, you you suggested it. There was a few uh, weeks ago. Uh, well, a few months no, ago. It
3: was, among, there was. I want. I want I, to think. It was the, the show after, whenever fucking. I, it, it, it was. I, I think it was brawlins again. Like somebody like st- like they started the way of the ring, and all of a sudden it was like they weren't in the ring, and something else happened. That was what. Oh, that I, was
2: more I, recent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that. I, I'm what talking happened. about.
3: No, that was, no, this is the the first time that this happened, whether it was the TV after Mania or whatever the fuck it was, it was that. And it was Rollins again that got fucking yanked off the fucking, off the first segment and something That's else. Happened. It. Or it was Rollins, or it was uh, Reigns, was one of those guys. You no, know, I think
2: it was in, Rollins in the ring and then out in of the, the ring, ring. And then fucking yeah. when you
3: came back from commercial break and he wasn't in there. Yeah. So right this right. is, and it was Rollins again this time, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, the opening match was supposed to be. Uh, so, uh, so was it Champa
3: and Rollins? It's almost like, it? like The Jerk, the movie The Jerk. He hates these fucking cans. Can.
2: Cans. <laughs> Rollins motor. Die, Gas
3: Pumper! Great film. Yes.
2: Um,
3: oh, you're really, really trying to be accurate.
2: So do you do you think that this would have been something that was agreed to before? Did Paul and Stephanie know when Vince said he was leaving that this would be a ruse to get the sale through and then he'd be back?
3: I, I, I just I don't see Paul... Um, writing a show to have it rewritten. I think that they would sit down. If, if this was the plan, they would be sit. Down, they would be sitting down right now. They would, and they would be writing the shows together.
2: Is there any way that that's happening and everything's being misreported? That Paul's upset and it's no it actually complicit in
3: this. I, I, I've got. Listen, I've got two more seasons of fucking suits left.
2: Then you'll I, get to RAW.
3: I don't give a fuck about anything else. All I know is is. You and your girl Megan. And I and I, I looked at IMDB and it looks like she is, she's not in, in the last season, so uh, You may
2: not even watch that
3: one, huh? No, I'll finish it up. I have to because I mean I'm I'm you know I'm too invested. What
2: happens when I'm still on the McMahon thing. I'm I'm too interested in this. I'm a Vince fan. I've always been a Vince fan. I, I'm I'm a huge Vince fan. And uh but is his sensibility what could Harry creative creative now? I'm not talking about branding any of the marketing stuff that he was great at. Could he be is he in touch? Is he still in touch? Uh,
3: let's just put it right I have – I haven't sat down and talked to Vince and had a conversation since Paul's 50th birthday. I haven't talked to Vince, talked to Vince in four years. He reached out when T died. Mm -hmm. Um, I always wish him a happy Father's Day every, every, uh, every, every year. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, or, and wish him a happy birthday. I mean, no matter what anybody says, you know, if Vince McMahon doesn't bring me in as Shawn Michaels' bodyguard, I'm I'm definitely not sitting with the fucking beautiful fucking Chuckie and C's behind me. So, Well, understood. I can't believe he didn't notice that the shirt kind of
2: I did. It, it's a perfect match.
3: Oh, it's unbelievable. Uh, it's just yeah. It's it's within the and the black kind of almost like that fucking dragon's wearing the fucking hat. Uh, you no, know, the more I look at that dragon, I can't tell whether that's fucking Sting or, or Vampiro. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Both black and white. See it's that kind of, there. Like, Kind of like Steamboat Willie and Felix the Cat.
2: Well, we'll see what happens in the weeks and months to come. Did,
3: did Game Time have any seats on that fucking Titan submarine? <coughs> fucking a couple of scalpers. Bet you that fucking nineteen-year-old Pakistani kid from fucking that was going to school in Pennsylvania would have fucking skipped up his fucking spot. Might have
2: listed them for for two thirty-five. Yeah. Um, you, but did hey.
3: anybody see like the fucking uh like the computer animated like what that implosion was like? No. You didn't Nobody saw did any of you guys and, and 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 like Steve anybody? Dom? Oh, that see was how it terrible
2: just, to to watch. I you No, know, you
3: nobody saw the fucking they they did like a uh a, it's it's like a, it's it, a recreate
2: uh a, a recreate. Did Dom a digital, say he saw it? Someone said they saw it, yeah. Dom, you saw it? Steve. Oh, Steve
3: did. Okay, yeah it's 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 fucking brutal, but like to me, you know, I, I I I thought that's how it would happen. Um, I thought that's what the what the pressure would do would would, would basically because the pressure is on all it's you know it basically just would take it in and make it it, it just explode
2: so what we're watching here is a digital a graphical uh, recreation of the very uncomfortable uh flight of the titan and um this uh Vessel, we're going inside. There's the controller, and the uh, so it's very tight space and um, kind of shows where the oxygen was stored in the vessel and how it was dropped, and
3: how easy it was to play Rainbow Six.
2: The, the game, the PlayStation controller. That is directing this. So they're literally showing how the controller works. And so they're going through some scenarios of what could have happened, recreating them. Um, The first, it looks like, what's going to happen here um, is that... Okay, I didn't notice what happened. there. Oh, short circuit is the second. And what would have happened if there was a short circuit in the battery? In the uh, thing, didn't work. Version three of what could have happened:
3: the debris it, was consistent with an implosion.
2: Glass cracked due to high
3: pressure. Version four: this isn't showing anything. Fikin.
2: Sonar system damaged. We're still trapped inside. That, then,
3: that, wasn't the last one the implosion? I don't. I don't know. Yeah, it, they showed the. the yeah, it's
2: what it was on the, that last one there.
3: Yeah, they just show it, it. It that's not. It was. It was. There was a much better graphic than.
2: Well, terrible. Whatever the fuck it was, it horrible. And uh, but
3: the thing is, if you were if you were to see it, it was like. <sighs> It would have been probably the equivalent of being hit by lightning. I mean, it, it would have been a second—the
2: instantaneous.
3: It just uh, it, it, it 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 it's compacted and explodes at the same time.
2: There, okay, so there. That's that's the that's one what where you got. It, it it looks like it just collapses on itself. Yeah, it, and
3: it it's, just and then it just disintegrates. Yeah literally disintegrates yeah so i mean it. it i you know it, it, not that it makes it any better but at least to me you know to me to sit down there and to fucking suffocate today oh right right yeah no. you know especially you got your dad's down there you you and your, you know it's one thing for you just sitting down there like oh we're fucked and then it just because they said that that they got that noise like Maybe 50, 50, 60 hours in, there was a noise that would be consistent with that kind of a implosion. Right. I remember we'll
2: so, talk, talk about the noise, but
3: yeah. So, that, that, so it wasn't like they were down there for, you know, I mean that 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 happened pretty quickly. Um, Steve says he doesn't think Game Time does UK events. That's why it's at three o'clock, um, <clears throat> but. Yes,
2: Money in the Bank is, is 3 o'clock Eastern, therefore 8 o'clock. Uh, yeah, and,
3: and in uh, Greenwich, okay. yeah. yeah.
2: But listen, if you were able to snag UK tickets, gametime.co would be the way to go. Take the stress out of ticket purchases. That's what game time is
3: all about. And Who's last- doing something right now? Are the Beach Boys? The Beach Boys, Are the yeah. Beach Boys out? Who did I see was... I saw my buddy, uh, Marky uh, Ramon was playing last night on Instagram. He was playing drums for the Beach Boys. Where are the Beach Boys at? Can we pull them up and see if they're getting... Yeah, they sure are. That yeah. Out. Let's see what they got in, in, in Reno for tickets.
2: All right. Let's go to Reno, Nevada at the Silver Legacy Casino. Nice. And what do we have there? We can get you in for as little as, it looks like 89 bucks over there in Section G. Um, Over there, two, Section two G. 217 is a
3: sweet seat. Yeah, where was that one? Right down D, right in the middle, wasn't it?
2: In the center? Let's see that Center one.
3: by the stage, maybe four or five rows up. Was there a seat there?
2: Yeah, look at that.
3: Two seventeen. Look at that fucker.
2: Third row. Front and center third row. 217. Can't beat that with a stick. And that is... Do
3: you the- love me? Do you surfer? Girl surfer. Every fucking year when it, when the summer comes, man, I drop the top on the Mustang and I put good vibrations on. Or Endless Summer, one of those. Usually Endless Summer because it's got all the fucking hits on it. Sloop John B. and all those.
2: Yeah. They were they were definitely... Uh, they
3: were. Definitely my the first sound. concert I ever went to in my life was the Beach Boys. And my wife's first concert she ever went to was the Beach Boys.
2: I'm going to blow your mind right now. Your co-host's first concert, technically, was the Beach Boys. They played Giant Stadium after a New York Cosmos game. It was part of the deal. You got the game, they set up the stage, and the Beach Boys did a mini concert. First show I was ever at. Shortly followed by Journey and then Rat, of all things. But, yes, the first group I ever saw play live music was the Beach Boys.
3: Yeah. So, I mean, it just... I don't know. They're, they're as iconic as it gets. 214 for 3 rows back. You're there. In Reno, you're there.
2: Uh, Everybody.
3: That's, that's I that's one of the best apps and one of the best companies.
2: It's I, so I'm, easy. This I'm, is what I'm you're so looking at if you're watching. That, I'm so
3: proud that they're fucking like they sponsor us. Yeah, like
2: I've used them personally. I mean, yeah. I mean, I love it, and it was a, such an and easy I, transaction.
3: I, there's so many people that I'm not a big concert goer because, me going to a concert is like asking to get fucked with, right? You know, I just I stand out. It's just it's fucking horrifying. But um, I've told so many people that like if someone's coming in, expect. Like, uh, I was going to go to Pearl Jam with my buddy George, but it's just like. Uh, you know, that I think it's said September 11th or whatever show or in Chicago, but um, but I've told some other people, you know, about Pearl Jam, and then I gave them that, the, the, you know, the site and and the code KLIQ. The do $20 it twenty dollars off their
2: first purchase. Um, so guys, so you're do getting this. That,
3: you're getting that beach board ticket for fucking one under
2: $200. two hundred
3: one ninety six, man.
2: Snag those tickets without the stress with GameTime, even last-minute tickets. I'm talking day of event. Go on GameTime.co or just download the GameTime app like I did and purchase your tickets. I got them that morning for Bruce that evening, and in five minutes, they were in my wallet on my iPhone. and I just had to show it when I got there. It's that easy, guys. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code K-L-I-Q for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code KLIQ, click for $20 off. Download it today. Last minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. All right. We're back. Click this. The Kevin Nash podcast. Hashtag ask Nash. Get on your Twitter, guys. and uh, I
3: have to <clears> apologize <throat> before we go any further. Because I've, I've had a really stressful day. Hmm. I'm putting up with some fucking some uh, financial shit. That's uh perplexing to say the least there's nothing i there's nothing that upsets me more in life than when I know that I'm one hundred percent correct, and somebody fucking tells me that I'm not uh,
2: but why the apology you feel that you that your your singing voice was off earlier when I you I just did, think
3: uh, that I've been a prick tonight. But it's just like, I also trained legs and I went heavy and then it it was rude of me to eat my burrito, but fuck, man, I'm like, even right now, I just, legs just kills me. Mm -hmm. So I'm just, I just, before everybody fucking, you know. Talks about the burrito. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it gets, goes crazy about (laughs) shit. You know what? It's real fucking simple. If I annoy you, if I fucking have heat with you, A, I don't give a fuck. B don't fucking watch. Don't fucking listen. Don't fucking and another thing. If you wear my
2: makeup and if you take the
3: time to fucking type a comment on YouTube that's more than three sentences. It ain't getting read by me. OK, you can go into constitutional law. You can do whatever the fuck you want to do. If you can't fucking cover your shit in fucking three sentences, fuck off. And that's a heartfelt a self, apology. You're, from you're a Mack. self-righteous motherfucker. And the only reason you're typing that long is, A, you ain't getting no pussy. B, you ain't got no fucking friends. C, fucking your mom and dad got you locked in the basement. So I don't give a fuck. But to everybody else, I'm so Apology sorry. accepted. Thank <laughs> you.
2: Thank you. for t- Don't go too soft on us now.
3: I mean, you know, um, I don't, don't want to fucking ruin my fucking street, my street cred.
2: Hashtag Ask Nash is how you get at him like Phil Cole did. And he said, Sean, please make sure Kevin sees this. I've got so many questions. Now, Steve, this is the pic I sent you, the autographed photo <coughs> of Oz. And I'm loving the inscription. You have to tell me if you did this for all of your autographs um, from Oz. Uh, if you have that, Steve. It says it's, uh, first of all, the, the, the lovely, the full-length body shot so that we got the, the full robe. If you ever find that, you should hang on to that. It's gonna be yeah, worth a ton whoever, of money.
3: Whoever fucking Conrad gave it to. Um
2: There's no place like home is the inscription.
3: Well why wouldn't there be?
2: Oh brilliant. <clears throat> now Phil.
3: You, How fucking enthused do I look? <laughs> Kevin, as soon as you get done taking this photo, you can take a dump. Thanks.
2: That's like, can you imagine a company that says, "Here's your publicity picture that you're going to go out and sign, so we can get people excited yeah. on a, about you"? On
3: a on a fucking cinder block wall in the mo in the Mobile Civic Center.
2: Oh, it's like those fucking, fucking shots hell. in the backstage at Madison Square Garden in 1977. Oh, the, God. Hey, Bruno, stand against the wall and hold up the belt. And that was it. It was every, in every uh, magazine. Yeah. Uh Marf Ashworth says um first person I remember moving the mic flag, removing the mic flag was Kevin Nash. I recall Scott Hudson adding story to it in that NWO didn't get control of Nitro back in ninety seven or ninety eight. Nash, thoughts on Hudson. He was the UK's prominent commentator
3: with I always Zeprisco. got along with Scott. Yeah. I thought that Scott was very cerebral.
2: But once again, confirmation that uh, that the fans saw you removing the mic flag. Yeah,
3: I, that thing it, it fucking pissed me off. S-
2: still does, as evidence. But well, now you
3: have the headphone gimmick. But before that,
2: uh, how about questions from the audience? Who's here? It uh, didn't
3: fit. It doesn't fit right on this fucking this sure It's well, it's, the rear. Yeah, the rear ones just yeah. kind of slide off. And what? My, my when I was using that, my. It, my uh, my my cord would go into that thing.
2: Yes, you have to kind and of it, fold the cord.
3: Yeah, and then it kept fucking Jimmy and my cord. My my, so it was just a, after the second time I realized that that fucking cube was causing technical difficulties. <laughs> but like, that's another thing. Anybody that's gonna listen to this motherfucker <laughs> on, on 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 Monday. When it when it drops, isn't gonna know that fucking I, I couldn't stay on the fucking air for more than two seconds for forty minutes.
2: It was like and the Steve, Lord knew that you were gonna be uh, so Steve, grouchy today.
3: Yeah, well, no, it's just that's what happens. <clears throat> See, it's it's like that's what God does to you. He fucking you know if you you take a fucking prick pill, he he just you know, I'm sure he'll have some old lady back into me when I go to leave the condo. <laughs>
2: Um, let's see a live audience. Let's see who's here. Who's here with questions. David says, Kevin Steiners were one of my favorite tag teams. What was it like working, traveling and partying with the brothers? And was there ever a tag team that could take them in a shoot?
3: I mean, they didn't party. They never partied. No, they weren't partiers. Um, Working with him was, was great because they're both so fucking strong. It's like, you know, a, a big cock, strong fucker. Goldberg, man, like, I, a lot of people had problems with Bill, mm-hmm. but I liked the fact that Bill was, like, Bill's a big strong fucker, and if he picked me up on his shoulder, and he could lay me flat. Like, I always, you know...
2: Good point. Right, so you know, working it, with it, the so big guys. They were,
3: you know... One time, Scotty thought he could um, do a fucking uh, chicken wing fucking slam on me underneath my fucking like like hook me and it's it's like Scott would always say, "I'm around you so fucking much that I get used to you, and then I get in the ring and I, I I I walk in in a cage match, and this is back when we had that that blue cage." He says, "And there you are on the other end with your hands." hanging over the top of the The top of the cage. Yeah. He (laughs) said, you're standing with your hands over the top of the cage. You just say, God damn. He's a big fucker. Yeah.
2: Stefan Davies. What are your thoughts on this? Do you think AEW needs to start running smaller buildings? Okay. This was the tweet of the kind of the 360 degree pan that a fan did of a rather full section opposite the hard cam. And a rather
3: empty arena. Um, If I'm not mistaken, this arena is in the country of Canada, which is now uh, as inhabitable as Mars. And I don't think I'm going to grab my family of four and go out to fucking severe (laughs) fucking air quality to catch a little wrestling I can watch on TV.
2: So, uh, well, but what are your thoughts? Should AEW start running smaller buildings?
3: Doesn't seem like they have a problem on Wednesdays. They're just up in their – you, you. it's like, oh, wow, they, they can't fucking draw. Well, you know what? Go run live TV on the West Coast when you're red hot and, and have the starting time be fucking 5 o'clock at the Staples Center. And see how that crowd looks when you open the doors. You know, it's like you you just have to use common sense. Will they right. draw more that will, will they draw more in Sharifport? Yeah. But the only problem is the the building after after kills might hold eighty three hundred. This is a thing that people don't understand. Tony, the, the Khan family. The father is the eighth richest franchise holder in America. I'm talking baseball, football. He's worth like $10 billion. When you're worth $10 billion and you own the Jaguars and you own a premium fucking soccer team, you make a fucking call to the guy at the, at the Toronto arena. Yeah. Yeah. And you say, Hey, You guys got anything, I'll fucking trade you this for that and this. It ain't like you're going in there barn barn burning and fucking, they don't give a fuck. They get enough people to shoot that. They couldn't give two shits. You don't have a roster with 13,000 people with six hours of TV if you're worried about cash. They don't give a fuck. It's a completely different, it's, no, There's a lot of they, leash. They, they, Tony's they got can, a lot of leash. To, yeah, they to could, play they with. could, yeah. they they, they can do whatever the fuck they want to do. When you're that rich, you got fuck me money. They got fuck me money. Hey, Tony, the fucking house is a little fucking light. Fuck you. Fuck me. I don't care. Very Push good. Push them all over to one side.
2: Very good. Fernum Schnaittitz. You guys mentioned Tito Santana in the list of workers last show. Kev, what are your thoughts on Tito? I met him once after his WWF run. He was such a cool guy.
3: Great. I, I am not a fucking bad. I couldn't say a bad word about Tito.
2: I don't think anyone can.
3: He was a class act. Fucking just. He was just a class act of a human being. Had a, a fucking great hand. Yes.
2: In his time, definitely. uh... Yeah,
3: name a bad bad Tito match. Oh, there's not one. Name somebody that Tito dropped on his head trying to get a fucking Japanese move in. Oh, wait, there's not one.
2: Questions from the audience. Anyone else have anything to say to Kevin while we're here? Too Hard and Fierce says, who was a great hand that you never hear fans talking about and your favorite memory of that person, if you have one. So first, a great hand that doesn't get the credit, maybe. Anyone you would have liked to have seen get a little more respect for I mean,
3: there's so many guys, the Eric Youngs, the Robert Rudes, the, you know, those fucking guys, man, that just... Daniels, fucking Kazarian... I mean, there's there's so many guys that 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 go out there that are just just amazing workers. Okay. Yeah. You know, there's just there's there's there's, a, there's I think that fucking Cash and Docs, I don't think they get. I mean, they they hooked up with Punk, but I I think those got I mean, I think they're fucking like super solid fucking workers, right? Very good. Any
2: anyone else in the audience? I want to make sure everyone gets their questions in. Being a part of this, go to clickthistv.com and you can join us. Uh, Brendan Douglas, when did you feel WCW lost the war? Was going back to WWE an easy choice when you felt WCW was going to lose? Much love to you and your family. Everyone, pre-order Sean's book, Tea Forever.
3: Leave that up there so I can read this. Um was going back to WWE an easy choice? Yes, it was, because they had bought WCW at that point. Right. So it wasn't about... And I sat home with the WCW contract for 16 months and got paid while um, while the, it was, it was taken, taken over. And...
2: The first part of that was, uh, where do you think they lost the war? Was there kind of a definitive moment where... You said this is there's no go yeah. home from
3: this. The, the first the first the first move was taking nitro to three hours. The second move was thunder. Thunder. Ah! Uh, uh, uh. Thunderstruck. I got it. I got it. I don't know. Just throw it out there.
2: Sullivan was putting you got over it. very publicly this weekend at uh the uh the ad-free shows gimmick that they do the uh the top guy weekend where uh uh-huh. fans can come and uh apparently on multiple occasions uh, Sullivan was near a proposal uh, from what i hear a marriage proposal talked about your uh your your looks as well as your talent so We'll get maybe we'll get Sullivan. We got to get Sullivan for a Nash and friend. Got to get solved. We got to get You promise Sullivan. that we can do that? <clears throat>
3: yeah, absolutely. Okay. I just like to fucking hang out with my fucking on this for a couple hours.
2: Uh, Dny says, "Hey, Kev, with Hunter and Sean both currently behind the scenes in WWE, and your expertise in the business, have you ever been approached or considered taking on a more behind-the-scenes role yourself, long-term?" Love the nope. pod. Ript.
3: Nope schedule right yeah it's just i, I don't want to work I, i'm 64 years old man i'm gonna i mean it's like i need to take my wife to to to, to finish seeing germany we need to go we need to get back to italy like there's I, i've got to quit being a shit husband and take my wife to go see places that she wants to see so all right
2: You'd be fine in the role, obviously over there, and they could certainly I, you use You know it, what? But- I,
3: I, 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 I wouldn't though, because I don't. I'd last two weeks and I'd get fired, because I'm gonna go oh, fuck that. That's bullshit. I'm just not gonna say. I did that. I'm not that guy. Right. That's why that I adaptation. had to drive. Like That's why you- I had to fucking drive. I had to drive every mile because fuck. That. Nobody else can do You can't do it like I can do it. That's just, I'm driving. Fuck that. I'm in charge. Scott said, who made you? Who fucking made you in charge, motherfucker? I said, God. He made me the biggest. I'm in charge.
2: You know where you can drive now? North. Down, down there. About three miles. <laughs> because this has been a production of uh, Bush Yay. and Sundance Media. Produced it's in association time for with- Suits podcast seats created by tristan nash kevin nash and sean oliver producer steve kaufman graphics by dominic D'Angelo. title sequence and audio edit by wesley burleson theme song by dale oliver technical research by tristan nash copyright 2023 butch and sundance media kev we're gonna do another one
3: this is our year anniversary
2: this is our 52 weeks isn't it
3: yeah we yeah. never maybe brought it up
2: we didn't what are what are anniversaries what are they another day well, we're going to do something for 100, he said, right?
3: I just want to say this. Why do birds suddenly appear every time, Sean? You are near, just like me, they long to be close to you. But That's a Bird Bacharach, isn't it? The carpenter sang it, but did, did Burt Bacharach It could
2: that? be. It would be consistent with him, sure.
3: Yeah. I don't know. I'm going James Taylor next week. To another year. To another year. Cheers. Saluta. Salute.